If you don't mind, it doesn't matter if you mind or not, I'm going to do it. I'd like to begin with a prayer because I need some prayer this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning, Lord, for the rain you gave us this week. Thank you for your many blessings on our life. God, we pray. I'm short-winded this morning, physically. And I'm praying for the breath of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Speak through us today, Lord. Open our hearts, we pray. Soften our hearts to your word. Open our minds to your understanding. And uh, give us the words. Give us, the, give us what we need to hear from you this morning, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So I told you how I feel. I'm a little short-winded. <laughs> so maybe y'all be over me. Mary, Mary was out there looking for her uh, circle of word book. I told Mary I wasn't going to let her get by with that. So I'm going to take my circle of word book in just in case it gets a little, you know. But I want to emulate a guy that I think a lot of. Is his mama still here? Yeah. Dan Lee Duncan. That boy likes props, and I do too. I, I need a visual aid. I'm one of these people. I, I, where's Lurlene at? She leave us? Okay. I'm the squirrel guy, right? I need something to... There's a pretty thing on that side, so I'll put it on this side. I'm the squirrel guy, so I need, I need pictures. So. Anybody good drawing pictures? Obviously, I don't have any on here this morning. But uh, Welcome to the Armor Preparation Center. And you say, uh, no, I'm at church. No, this is where we prepare our armor. Uh, as I, as a, y'all know, I brought my guitar this morning. I may or may not use it. But uh, as I got ready to bring it this morning, I noticed it had been neglected, really dirty. I had shoulder surgery for... Anybody who doesn't know, everybody knows, because they always say, he's going to, no, I won't, I won't tell the story. But anyway, I haven't played it in a while, and it's real dirty, and it had some, looked like I spilled a drink down in front of it or something, it had stuff running, it looked pretty bad, so I got the, what do you call it, furniture polish out, cleaned it up this morning, and that's what God put on my heart about preparing our armors. We're in a place that we're preparing our armors today. And I, I envisioned while I was doing that, soldiers after a battle getting together, and repairing their shield of faith, and they're sharpening their swords. And that's where we're at today. We're in an armor preparation area. I don't know if you realize that or not. You folks who are watching from afar, you need to come and watch from the fire. The fire of the Holy Spirit is right here, burning in our hearts, and I believe hovering like a cloud on us right now, opening our ears and our hearts to understanding. Hopefully it is there as well. Come on back. You need to be here. This is, I mean, if you can't, that's fine. And I know a lot of, a lot of friends from far off, but Come on. This is God's house. This is, this is where we build up our strength. This is where we, we need to gather. The Bible talks about in Acts that they were in, in the upper room in one mind, in one accord. For what? To receive power from on high. That's what we do here when we gather together. We're in one mind, in one accord to receive power. From Rob? No. Rob ain't got nothing. He ain't got good English, does he, Mary? <laughs> Mary Blair's going, oh, my God. How many school teachers? Let's see, where's Kathy at? Kathy's not even here. Is she leave me? Oh, my goodness. But anyway, uh, visual aid. As we gather in like mind, there's also a gathering going on in our country right now. I watched a little bit of the news this morning while I was getting ready to go to breakfast. And for the hundredth straight night, y'all know it. You've seen it if you watch any TV at all. I'm not doing this right. I need help. Somebody want to come help me? Yeah, I do need help. <laughs> Who can write? 
because we're going to put a bunch of words up here. I need a writer. I need a scribe. I could have two scribes if you like. Uh, Portland. Burn. Dramatically. You should have seen the... Uh, some of y'all probably saw the footage this morning as it burned and the, and the explosives went off. And uh, it's on fire. These people gather in these larger cities. I talk about as Christians we gather to receive power, but they're gathering to re- in, in the confusion, the, the uh, distress that goes on there because it's, it's pushed together. We're blessed by living in a small town that we don't have quite the pressures they do in the larger cities. My title, the title of my message, and not a very, very title of message, is Mission Field USA. God has been waking me up for the, I don't know, the longest with this song that I can't find anywhere. Usually you type it in the internet and find you know, a few words, and, or the title. I know the title of Mission Field USA. I've looked and looked. Y'all, y'all, somebody will probably find it for me this morning. But uh, I know it's got two verses, but uh, the, the course is what I remember. Let's back up just a minute. I was going to read from 1 Samuel 6. Y'all got your Bibles? If you don't have your Bibles, I know a lot of y'all have this. This is a great tool. I'm learning. I'm a little slow coming to the fire. But uh, you can look it up on here on your Bible app. 1 Samuel chapter 3. Deep breath. Not a raw breath, the Holy Spirit breath, right? And I don't want I don't want that natural breath, I want a Holy Spirit breath. First Chad, Samuel chapter three. I want to talk about somebody just a minute. I got way ahead of my message here a little bit. I feel like this is important. Oh, if you got your if you got your Bible app, you might want to put it on. I didn't do that. Put it on silent. That's a good time to do this. <laughs> just remembered. Okay. I'll quit doing that, maybe. Uh, first channel, but I'm going to have my buddy Joe explain it to us a little bit simpler. And uh, did I do that right? No. Yeah. Hey, boys and girls, Joe Martin here with this week's Bible story. Today, we find our story in 1 Samuel 3, and it's about a young boy named Samuel. Now, Samuel was a boy who lived and worked in the temple for the prophet Eli. Can you imagine actually living in the church? How cool would that be? So one night, after a long day of working in the church, Samuel was sleeping. Suddenly, he was awakened by the sound of someone calling his name, Samuel. He assumed it was the prophet Eli calling him. So Samuel got up and went into Eli's room to ask what he wanted. And Eli said to him, I didn't call you, go back to bed. Samuel wasn't sure what had happened, so he went back to sleep. A little while later, Samuel was awakened by the same thing. A voice called to him saying, Samuel. He got up and went back to Eli. Once again, Eli said, I didn't call you, go back to bed. So Samuel went back to sleep and guess what? It happened again, Samuel. So once again, Samuel went to Eli. This time, Eli had a thought. He knew it wasn't him that was calling Samuel. So he thought maybe it could be God. He told Samuel, it is God. If he speaks again, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to sleep, and sure enough, it happened again. Samuel! This time, Samuel sat up in his bed and said, speak, for your servant is listening. 
God began to tell Samuel some very important things that were about to happen. Isn't that amazing? God even speaks to kids. Samuel is no different than you or your friends. Today, you guys are going to be learning all about this in your lesson. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. You want to give Joe a hand? He's, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I feel like God's been waking a lot of Americans this past few weeks. He's, he's given us a lot to be awakened by. The year 2020 has been the year of vision. Uh, we've seen stark differences in things. Oh, I thought I heard a duck for a minute. <laughs> I'm listening for the voice of God. God, calm my heart, you know. Make my heart beat with yours, you know. Sometimes you think you have a flutter, and God, God can, it just, it seems like, it's amazing how much calmer. There's power in prayer. That's, God's been waking me up several mornings, the last, every morning for the last several weeks with this, with a song that I can't seem to find. But uh, I'll share it with you just a little bit. Maybe you've heard it. I remember hearing this song back in the, Early 70s, there's a guy named Simi Mosley, he's a guitar builder, he used to be alive, he died in the early 90s. He was also a songwriter, he, he was born in in Oklahoma, I'm telling you way too much information, I don't know why, but he wound up in Bakersville, California, made guitars for the stars. He made a lot of the two-neck guitars and the custom guitars are what he specialized in. But his heart, other than guitars, was in songwriting, and this is one of the songs that he wrote, it was Mission Field USA, and I'll see if I can have enough wind just to share it. If you saw it on Facebook, that may be about as good as it gets. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I cleaned my guitar and it's slick now. <laughs> I can't hang on. Should have left it dirty. I'm sorry, guys. Got to There's a mission field today. New York City, Detroit, Chicago, and L.A. Throughout our troubled land, souls are dying, and there's many who have never been shown the way. I don't know when the song was written. It was, I don't know, decades ago. and I heard it first in the 70s, early 70s probably. We were living in uh, Newkirk, Oklahoma. We remember we drove over to Blackwell to a church to a revival or listen to Sammy Mosley. He was kind of hot at the time. He's an old dead man now. But anyway, the sentiment is there. The vision that God's been waking me with the last few mornings, I, I believe our country has been shaken to the core. Our world has been shaken to the core. Is nobody really going to help me with this or what? Do I not have a scribe in the bunch? Come on, somebody's going to try to write besides me. How about NYC right up here? Because that's kind of where it is in the country. And uh, let's, let's put uh, L.A. right down here. Right here? Yeah, L.A. And we'll put, y'all help me out here. Who's, who's a geography major here? Uh, Chicago's somewhere up in here. And Detroit's right close to it. Seattle's right above Portland. I have a buddy named Billy. Lives real close to Seattle. His daughter lives in Seattle. And he and I discussed Seattle. Yes, sir. That's all right. S-E-A-T-T-L-E, something like that. Uh, how about Austin down here? I put right here. And Houston right here at the bottom, maybe. 
Miami over here. Anybody else got any? Maybe you've got somebody, you have a relative or somebody lives in one of these big cities you'd like to mention. Do you know, do you know in L.A.? Lubbock. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, when Joe left, the light should have come back on. Which one did I not get? Yes, Dallas is a good one put in there, absolutely. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, Houston. We got Houston in there. More names? Anybody else? Denver's a good one to put on there. Denver? Detroit? You can write one at a time. Denver, Detroit? Huh? Kwana? Absolutely Kwana. Hey, we might not be a major, well, we're looking at major metropolitan areas, but you know, for us, that is important. Amarillo? Sure. Uh, oh, absolutely. Washington, D.C. is. Yeah, that be D.C. is fine for short. We, uh, we're going to use this as a memory aid a little while later, longer later if y'all hadn't figured this out already. Okay. Kathy, where's she at? Do you, oh, there she is. Right. Uh, did you get Detroit on her? I got D-Town. Okay. Anybody else got another town you want to throw on here? San Diego. SD, San Diego, over in the California area. You know, there was a group in San Diego went to Portland a few weeks ago and you know, in California, you can't have services, but they had outdoor services on the beach, and they, they took their group and went to Portland to sing on the beach and to have a worship service there. So the battle is real. It's just, we're going to try to step up our part from Quanta, Texas, and realize the good and evil is going Thank you, Chad. I appreciate it. That all you need? That's all I need. They'll give Chad a big hand. He's been a great help. But our battle's not with each other. It's not with opposing forces. It's not with the people that are setting fires. It's, it's not against even ideas or causes. It's against good and evil. Our, 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 our country is literally at war with itself. And it's a good and evil war. It's not a left and right. It's not a Republican, Democrat. It's not this. It's a good and evil. Our country is being shaken to the core. And our weapons, I talked about the Armor Preparation Center. Our weapons aren't bullets and bombs. They're not Molotov cocktails, and they're not whatever else you can imagine. They're not physical. They're spiritual to the bringing down of strongholds. Our weapons are on our knees in prayer for our country. And these are just a few of the places that need all the prayer they can get. Quanta, Texas is a good one to start in. Absolutely probably the best. But if you, if you don't take care of what's at home... America has been known for so many years as being the bastion of freedom, the land of liberty. It's been the place that every country in the world will do anything to come to because of what we have here, the greatness of America. And now we're in need. We are the mission field. We are the country who needs God. I, I personally believe that His second coming is really near. And that's what we're preparing for. God's given us one more chance. Wake up. Kathy, I love the song you chose. If my people 
That was one of my scripture references, which is somewhere over there. I don't know. <laughs> First Chronicles, seventh chapter, isn't it? Help me out. Do you know? You don't know. Well, you got the song. Sure, you know. I'm just kidding. Okay. Anybody know? First Chronicles 7, 14, I believe. It says, my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, seek my face, then will they hear from heaven, and I will heal their land. That's our job. Humble ourselves. God, make us humble. Not, not let us be arrogant and prideful. I'm not better than anybody else here. But you know what? I don't know anybody else that's made better than me. Because I'm made in the image of God. I, I, I do want that scripture. Image of God. Okay, I, gotta, I, I lost my place because I took my markers out. Y'all be embarrassed you saw my notes here. Okay, I'd be embarrassed with all my notes, I guess. I can't find them. <laughs> Hold me in eyes out. I want to reaffirm to you that we're all made. Genesis 1.27, yeah, from the beginning, we're made in the image of God, male and female. He created us. He created us all equal. We are reminded of that. In our constitution, not a constitution, is it constitution? Yeah. That all men are created equal. There's not one better than the other. But Amos 8 and 11 tells us that my people perish for famine of the word because we've ignored, we've chosen to ignore. God's called us to be the salt and light. Just turned the lights on a while ago, but you know. Salt is no good if it stays right there. God has made us salt and light, but if we stay in the shaker, we don't flavor anything. And so many of us want to hide our faith, like he talks about hiding our light under a bushel. We want to hide our faith. And uh, we need to share our faith. That's the reason we meet, to share our faith with one another, to encourage one another. Come on back, you folks that are hanging out just a little bit. Come on back. God's calling you back into his, to his fold. We encourage one another with the word. They'll be better preachers, I promise. <laughs> but, God, but we're to encourage one another and we're to salt lightly. Don't dump it. I used to as a kid, I, wanted to, I think the more salt the better, you know, and I just about kill it, you know. Got it where you couldn't almost. Have you ever done that? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's horrible. Did that with Tabasco one time. <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> Uh, but, but we're called to be the salt and light. We're called to be a difference in this world. And if we're just like everybody else, we're not different. If we leave that salt inside our shaker, pretty, pretty soon that salt gets bad. Not physically, but in our, in our, it gets dead. Salt is to be used. And I keep some people as friends. I hold some people in great regard who have a lot different opinion of me or of the world that I do. And I have some friends say, why do you do that? Why do you, you know, I have some good Christian friends, people I have a whole, have a whole lot of regard for and tell me, you shouldn't, you know, entangle, but I care about those folks. And I want to be salt. Not too much, 
but I want to be salt. I want to care. I want to reach out. And maybe I'm doing it wrong. I don't know. But I pray for those folks. They put some stuff on Facebook that's absolutely atrocious. And, and to be honest, I've had, I've had to take some of them off because I just can't stand the vulgarity. But a lot of them I keep on there just so I can pray for them. They don't ever know it. I may never say a comment on their, there's time I never put a comment on their page, but I pray for them. I realize the pain they're in. That's what God's put us in here for, is to realize the pain. We, we look at our TV and say, oh, it's horrible over there. You know, it used to be across, the, across over in the Middle East or someplace like that, but it's, it's in America today. We are at, we are, our, our, our cities are burning. Portland's not the only place that burns. You know, uh, D.C. and, and uh, Seattle, I mean, these places are on fire. This is, in our, this is on our shore. This is in our country. And it behooves us to be on our hearts, and to be on our knees in prayer for our country. And that's my challenge to you today, is to realize where the mission field is. It's great to send money, great to send missionaries across the sea. But I believe God's calling us inward today to be seriously in prayer for our country. Now, if you've got your visual Bible and you want to take a picture of that, you're welcome to take a picture of that. Take it with you if you need a memory aid to, or you can create your own. A memory aid, well, I'm sure we left out some cities and whatever, but create a memory aid and we pray for these cities. If you'll stand with me, we're getting ready to finish, but I want, I want to say a prayer here and then we'll wrap up. Let's pray. I'll ask you to do one more symbolic thing, and it's a symbolic thing. It's kind of like communion. I was going to talk about it earlier, and I got you standing. You go, oh, no, he's not done yet. Sit down if you want to. No, I'm just kidding. Communion is kind of a symbol, right? It's a symbol of, a, of, the, of, the, of the body and blood of Christ. And when we do that, we build faith. We, we reassure, we tell others, this is how I feel about Christ. He is my Lord and Savior. I'm going to ask you, if you would, this morning to extend your hand towards these cities, if you will, and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we know there's nothing special about us besides your blood. We thank you, Lord, for this great country we've inherited, Lord, this great freedom from you, Lord, that you have indeed created us all equal in your eyes. God, we pray for your divine guidance. We pray for peace in these cities, in Portland, in D.C., in Chicago, Detroit, all these cities named here, Houston and Austin, Lord, these towns. We pray, God, that you would comfort these people, Lord. Bring, open their hearts and their minds, God. Open our hearts and our minds, not just them. Lord, we realize that we need opening. We need our heart to beat with yours today, Lord. We need our breath to be the breath of the Holy Spirit. And we need our minds stay in tune with you, Lord, today. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.